Hello and welcome back to The Brew Interviews, the only show that confuses ethnic food dishes with sex moves. That being said, I am very much looking forward to trying the goulash tonight with my girlfriend. Take that how you will. I am Robbie and joining me as always via the internet is my best friend Lauren. It is episode 107 and this week we talk about one of the most American things we can think of. Suing the shit out of people. This week on The Brew Interviews. The Brew Interviews, coast to coast, brews, faves, and more with Lauren and Robbie. This episode of The Brew Interviews is sponsored by AdamandEve.com, but you'll hear more about them later on in the show. For now, Lauren, how you been? Well, Robbie, um, I have been a busy little bee, just uh, buzzing around, moving all over the city, you know, <laughs> moving my apartment, that is, uh, and I took the last three days off to unpack, and I made a good amount of progress. And then I had to catch up on those three days that I took off at work today. So it's been real fucking busy. Nice. Yeah. But living next to Danny is like the best thing in the whole wide world. So, and it's been fucking gorgeous weather. I'm well, it rained to be today. Shorts. Well, it did rain today, but my apartment faces into the woods. Um, oh, so it was it no but it was really nice because i had the windows up and i could like hear the raindrops on the trees and and the birds chirping and i was like this is so peaceful instead of like fire trucks flying by my apartment headed to the highway yeah your old your old place sucked like the direction it was it, noisy there was no view it was just like that. it had a nice like, it had a nice view it was like it, a shit parking lot <laughs> yeah it was like a parking lot well my place in dairy was a fucking atrocious that was just like oh like a frying pan over a hot stove over yeah. a parking lot and then the place in that i was just at had it was on the third floor but it faced over the parking lot but then you could see like down into massachusetts like, it was pretty I, high up. I used to live on the first floor, and it looked directly into the other apartment building. Yeah, I would like, hate that. It was the, you were there. It was the worst. It yeah. was, like, no view, no nothing. <laughs> yeah, this place that I have right now is awesome. Like, I have a huge patio, like, in the woods. It makes me so happy. In the woods. In the woods. Yeah, but uh, I've, I'm, I've been doing great, Robbie. How are you? I'm surviving. Oh. About, it was, it was Tuesday. I believe it was Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday. I'd gotten out of the shower. I was sitting down, I was putting on a pair of socks, and it's the stupidest thing in the world. I just, I bent awkwardly, and I had a tight pair of socks on, and I, you know, kind of like tried to jack it over the heel, which sounds disgusting, but. Yeah. And I pulled something so hard in my abdomen. Oh, no. That I thought I gave myself a hernia. Oh, my God. That's how bad it hurt. You thought you gave yourself a hernia? Yeah. So it happened, and the pain was so intense, like concentrated in my abs, oh, and no. that everything else started to hurt. So I didn't move. I just sat on the couch, like straight up, perfect posture for like 20 minutes because I was afraid of moving. Like, it, that's how bad it hurt. And I, I was like, oh my God, I gave myself a hernia. Like, this is fucking garbage. Like, I was so mad at myself. Like, I'm like, this is the oldest man way this of is- doing this. Couldn't even been cool and like lift <laughs> something heavy. No. You had to put fucking socks on. Yeah. And, uh. I, I don't I didn't get a hernia, thankfully. I think I just pulled something in my abdomen really bad at the time. Oh and no. I was sore for like like today is like the first day that I really haven't been sore. So you're recovered now? That's Yeah, good. pretty pretty much. I still feel it every once in a while. Now it just feels like I did the world's like hardest ab routine. 
Oh my god. So have you like not been working out at all this week because you've been like Tuesday. Resting? Yeah, I think Tuesday. Monday or Tuesday was the last day. Yeah, just yeah, just in case I haven't done anything. So Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I pulled something in my side earlier and I like didn't bike for a week and it like took a while for it to really? feel better. Yeah. I well, I recently also pulled something in my abs, Robbie. Well, I thought I almost died, so <laughs> Well, I'm so sorry, mine was not that bad. And I've pulled a lot of muscles before and this was something different. It was a totally different beast. So Lauren, what are you drinking today? Well, Robbie. Uh, in the midst of all my moving chaos, I have forgotten to bring any of my beer over to my new apartment, and I didn't realize that until this morning. So, where is your beer then? In my old apartment. I still oh, have a, still a have month it? of overlap, <laughs> so I I still have like all my like beer is in my other refrigerator right now. That's good to um, know. I wish we had a spare yes. key to your place. Uh, so instead, I am drinking sake tonight. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> um. Cold sake, not warm sake. Okay. Uh, but I got this about a year ago in Florida, and it's still f- as fucking delicious as I remember getting it. It's a plum sake. It's from Takara. T- Takara? Sure. That's the... Takara Sake, USA, Inc., Berkeley, California. So it's not even a Japanese sake, it's just... <laughs> it's 12%, and it's... This is really sweet. If you're a, If you are a sweet wine lover... You're going to drink the shit out of this. I would recommend mixing it with some Prosecco, but I don't have any Prosecco, so I'm just <laughs> drinking it as is. Because it adds some dryness, dry and bubbliness to it, which really helps with the sweetness. You know what I mean? I like well, I like certain sake. That one sounds good because I like plum, but yeah, regular it's really sake plummy. can be disgusting sometimes. I agree. I've had some really fucking bad sake, yeah. but this is delish. What's the the sake that they squirt out of the little thing at the hibachi grills? I've never been to a hibachi grill. You've never been to hibachi? No, I don't think so. Oh my god! And the guy does like all the cool chef. I mean, I've seen. I know what it is. I've seen it, but I don't think I've. They have a little toy, and it's like a little like Japanese chef, and it pumps, and it's full of sake, and it pumps, and it it, like pees out the sake sometimes, like the ones I've been to, and it's so funny because some of the, the I just remember one hibachi chef was doing it and like you open your mouth and it he's you know they spray he the pees sake, in your sake mouth. into your mouth yeah but <laughs> but the the japanese chef goes oh he pee pee he pee pee and i'm like oh my god were you with a bunch of girls that'd the, be hilarious i don't remember who i was with for that one anyway i've, I've been to hibachi a few times but have you been to the one in keen no oh my sister likes that one that's fascinating i think i went to one in bangor <laughs> maine but it wasn't like a he didn't do fun things it was no, just like we sat down yeah what are you drinking this week robbie not sake no i am no i don't have any sake but i am drinking palmovka it is a czech style pilsner from Schilling beer company in littleton new hampshire mm. oh i love the map yeah i think that's why we got it because <laughs> of course it is map. steph is with you she's like i'm gonna get the map can yep. and i am drinking it out of my new glass Oh my god, I want it! Give me it, Robbie. I'll so, trade you my Trillium glass for that. It's the Legend of Zelda. I think you can still <laughs> buy this. Um, I got this from Lags Glass, L-A-G-S dot com. I'm gonna go and find that mug before I release this episode so that nobody <laughs> else can get it but me. <laughs> this is the same company that we got our Doug Funny one with the whole the whole gang from yeah. Doug. Yeah, oh, same company. The best glasses. Same guy. We follow him on our Instagram. You should check him out. Lags Glass. He does like this is a Legend of Zelda one. Sorry, nobody can it's, see. Yeah, sorry, nobody can see the glass. It's Link with like yep. the shield and sword. Yeah, and like some hops. And on the other side, it's Ganon. 
fucking stop it and his yeah. like energy orb like, is a hop orb is a hop <laughs> that's yeah. awesome he makes he I makes like cool little weird things so that's so fun l-a-g-s lags? lags glass yes all right dot com i'm gonna check it out everyone should check it out everyone do it but tell this, him we sent you maybe he'll like give us yeah, a free possibly. glass or something this pilsner is awesome i like finding good craft pilsners as you know lauren it's what we always yes. like, kind of look for yeah a good pilsner if i like it it's good <laughs> Pretty much. It's just because the only other options for light beer like this is usually the mass produced garbage, more or less. The only thing that I think is mass produced that's just as good as something like this craft stuff is Harpoon's Light Force or UFO's Light Force. I don't think I've had that one. It's their really light Hefeweizen. It's so fucking See, good. I would never, I would never get that because we demolish like it. it. We demolish like, like fucking 18 racks like we're just gone. <laughs> Oh my god. It's I, Robbie, Robbie, I'm getting vaccinated this weekend. We're going to hang out real soon. We're going to drink beers together. Oh no, in did you see that? Your vaccination didn't come through. You can't come see me. Oh no. So, move it on <laughs> to the main topic for tonight. There are certain iconic things that you think of when you mention the United States. Some of those may be apple pie and perhaps even baseball. I but love really, pie. I know you like pie. You don't have to tell people you like <laughs> pie, Laura. We know you I like love, pie. I love pie. No, you're I don't like, like pie, Robbie. I love pie. You're like my girlfriend. We're watching like Food Network or just any show that has food on it. And she goes, yeah. I'd eat that. I'm like, I, I know you'd eat that. <laughs> it's food. Anyway, but really there's nothing more American than suing the fuck out of somebody for dumb reasons. Which yes. is why Lauren and I scoured the internet for the dumbest lawsuits that have actually happened. These are all real lawsuits we're not making shit up because we're not for realsies yeah wait before we start robbie yeah have you ever sued anyone no (laughs) have you ever been sued no oh i'm waiting for it what do you think you would get sued for this podcast you think so defamation or defamation gary Busey is gonna fucking sue us for (laughs) defamation i don't think i've ever talked bad about gary Busey. no we love gary Busey. I'm sure that I've said some bad things. About I've done a lot of parody regarding certain songs on this podcast. <laughs> so. Yeah, I definitely have some copyright infringement with song use. So, yeah. Thank Thanks, guys. Uh, I think I'm going to start, if that's okay. Robbie, I would love nothing more than for you to start. My ew. my first <laughs> one is probably the most famous lawsuit I would think of in America. I'm excited to talk about this one. And this is the McDonald's coffee lawsuit from 1994 yes so americans began to question the judicial americans began to question the judicial system when this infamous case hit national headlines the incident that led to the lawsuit occurred when a mcdonald's customer stella liebeck spilled coffee in her lap while driving when the public got wind of the news the question everybody sardonically asked was did she know that coffee was served hot it's true it's true. It is served hot. But when digging deeper into the case, some might argue that Liebeck had legitimate reasons to sue. Liebeck v. McDonald's Restaurant was a 1994 product liability case that questioned the scorching temperatures of the coffee that was being served to her. The normal temperature of coffee is between 130 and 140 degrees, while Liebeck's coffee was served between the temperatures of 180 and 190 degrees. Oh my god. This caused her to suffer third-degree burns that covered 6% of her body. So I remember this, like, being talked about all the time as a kid. Yeah, And same. back then, I, I thought, wow, this is stupid. It's hot coffee. Of course, you shouldn't 
drive with hot coffee in your lap and how hot yep. was it that you had to sue them and all this crazy stuff but i had never looked into the case at all yeah you just hear what other people are yeah. saying about it i mean it's it. not your problem why do you care about you know yeah like some ladies like the way that it's telephoned is some lady burnt herself while driving with coffee in her lap and then sued mcdonald's for millions of dollars correct yes uh so after much debate Stella Lieback was awarded $640,000. Not too bad. Her compensatory... Compensatory... Oh, my God. Yeah, that's... Comp- yeah. Com- compensatory. Compensation? Compensationatory in this. Her compensatory damages were reduced Davis. by 20% because a jury ruled that her injuries were 20% her fault because she should have known not to hold coffee in her lap while driving without a lid. Okay. Now, I have watched, there's a documentary on Netflix, or there was a documentary Something, on Netflix yeah. about this. This is literally so fucked up. And I'm not saying, like, for the reason that she sued them. Like, her injuries are mind-boggling. That wa- So, first <laughs> off, she was she was not driving. She was in the passenger seat. Okay. Um, Of a car that did not have cup holders, because it was, like, a 1980s or something, like, before cup holders existed. They it did not spill when they the car was in motion. They pulled up to the drive-through window, got yep. their coffee, and then pulled off to the side. She is like a ninety-eight-year-old woman yes, who is taking old. the yeah. She's old as fuck, dude. So like, old people's skin is real thin. <laughs> keep that in mind. She had to hold the cup of coffee in her lap to open to put the cream and sugar in. Yeah, right. And when she pulled it open, it spilled in her lap at like. 200 fucking degrees dude you saw like the number was like what 180 well, to, like, between 180 and 190 that's really fucking hot that's water crazy hot <laughs> especially to fall in a 90 year old woman's lap <laughs> yeah so she got like third degree burns on her lady parts yeah the inside of her thigh she had to get skin grafts yeah. from other parts of her body to like fill in these atrocious she almost died like she literally almost died from (laughs) like infection in the hospital from a burn from mcdonald's so like people thinking that like this was just some careless lady driving with coffee and spilt it in her lap like no like this lady almost died from like too fucking hot of coffee which is insane because it's coffee well it's hot like it's hot no no no, i know i know but for like why is the coffee that hot so it was because it was because they're the like temperature thing on the i think it was if I'm remembering correctly, I think it was two things. One, there weren't like uh, measurements in place like within the food industry to like check temperatures of water. Yeah. And also like the temperature thing on the coffee God maker maybe. was like broken or off or something like that. Or like they just didn't have it set. So it, it was something to have to do with the machine. And like this actually like put into place that like they can't start like <clears> – <throat> measurements to like keep this from happening again so that's something good that came out of it like yeah that's crazy like her son was driving like she wasn't even that's i just it blows my mind that like something that that tragic can just be dwindled down to like some bitches suing mcdonald's (laughs) for hot coffee like that's crazy if if i were her i would have sued for less money but then requested unlimited mcdonald's for the rest of my life if you give me unlimited 
chicken nuggets and all of the dipping sauces that I could ever want, plus some M&M McFlurries thrown in, I would be very happy. <laughs> there you go. I mean, she obviously didn't do that because she was like in her 90s, so her life didn't have a lot left to live. Or you ch- know I mean? Well, and then you request it for all of your next of kin. <laughs> Just <laughs> pass it down, pass down yeah. McDonald's rewards. Yeah. If I could get double cheeseburgers with six pieces of cheese whenever I wanted, I'd be so fat. Oh my god. Side note, the, the best fast food coffee I've ever had is from Jack in the Box. I've never been to a Jack in the Box. I love Jack in the Box. I only had it when I was on the West Coast, when I was stationed in California. I miss Jack in the Box so much. It was open late. You'd like just, they had breakfast wanna... all day when you were drunk. And, and I would get coffee on night shift when I was drunk at like two in the morning. Like it was crazy. But they, they do have the best fast food coffee for sure. Do you want to go to a Jack in the Box when no. everyone's vaccinated? No. We can fly over there. We'll go no. to Great Notion and then we'll go find a Jack in the I Box. I am done with planes forever. We can up. drive. You want to drive? It's like a train. Oh my god! Do you want to get? <laughs> you want to be a hobo? We can be like hobo men on trains. I don't want to be a hobo like hitchhiking on trains. I just want to take a nice train. Oh, I'll, yeah, we could do that. I want a train I can shit on. Would it be like? Would it be like? Hog, like, would somebody come around with food on a cart, or do I have to like pack for days? No, you got to pack for days. Okay, I can do that. I love sandwiches. Oh, good. <laughs> I didn't know that. All right, Lauren, what's your first lawsuit? All right, Robbie, should I start with a long one or a short one? Uh, do a long one. Sounds good. All right. So uh, Robbie kind of focused on like popular lawsuits, right? And I just kind of went with some fun, silly ones. And this isn't necessarily one particular lawsuit. So I entitled this Riches versus the World <laughs> because Jonathan Lee Riches has sued fucking everyone nice so since january of 2006 he has filed over 2600 lawsuits in the federal district courts across the u.s all right so i'm I'm gonna list really quickly some of the more famous of his lawsuits okay starting from the top the New England Patriots coach Bill Belichick, former president of the United States George W. Bush, former attorney general of the United States Janet Reno, uh, Martha Stewart, NASCAR driver Jeff Gordon, NASCAR itself, former Atlantic <laughs> Falcons quarterback Michael Vick, Steve Jobs, Perez Hilton, the celebrity blogger, Somali Pirates. Somali Pirates? Somali Pirates. He sued yep. Somali Pirates? He sued Somali Pirates. He Is there like a head of the Somali Pirates that he I, sued? I, I don't, don't... Maybe the whole... The Union of Pirates? There's no Union. <laughs> Britney Spears. Uh, Adolf Hitler's National Socialist Party. Nice. The 13 Tribes of Israel. Uh, Plato, <laughs> the philosopher. Oh, good. Uh, Nostradamus. Jimmy Hoffa. Various Buddhist monks. Uh, the Lincoln Memorial. The Eiffel Tower. The he USS sued Cole. Monuments. <laughs> Yep, yep, I'm not even done. The book, uh, I'm going to, I know that I'm going to say this wrong, Mein Kampf. Yep, you got that one right. Oh, of course, the one, thing, the one thing you pronounced correct was Hitler's book. <laughs> Have you noticed that? I don't want to talk about it, Robbie. Oh, um, he also sued the Garden of Eden, the Roman Empire, the Appalachian Trail, Plymouth Rock, the Holy Grail, Nordic gods, the dwarf planet Pluto. Uh, he's also sued his friends, neighbors, relatives, fiance, police, judges, and his mom. And nobody's killed this guy. <laughs> well, he's a convicted felon. Um, <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> also, he attempted to intervene as a plaintiff in the Madoff investment 
scandal. The Bernie Madoff. Uh, claiming that he met Bernie Madoff on eHarmony.com in 2001 and taught Madoff identity theft skills. So he sued him because he taught Bernie Madoff. So he, he tried to intervene based on the fact that he taught Madoff identity theft skills. Uh, I don't know how that really nope, not computes. At all. In 2008... He uh, filed a request for temporary restraining order against uh, the Grand Theft Auto publisher Take Two developer Rockstar Games. Rockstar. Um, <laughs> Based on claiming, life. claiming that it put me in prison. The inmate stated defendants contributed to the plaintiffs committing identity theft. The defendant's game shows sex, drugs, and violence, which offends me. He continued on to say the defendants put me in prison. I faced imminent danger from violent inmates who played Grand Theft Auto, uh, who will knock me out and take my gold Jesus cross. I thought he sued Jesus. Or no, he just sued everybody else around Jesus. Yeah, I sued not uh, Garden of Eden. Yeah, that's what it was. Not Jesus. (laughs) Um, He is also named in the uh, Guinness World Book of Records for filing the The most lawsuits. Lawsuits. And are you ready for this, Robbie? All right. He then sued the Guinness World Book of (laughs) Records, uh, saying that his personal life was written in a book without his permission. Uh, And he won. He's won close to $8 million in damages so far from all of these court cases. Isn't that fucking crazy? It's probably just people being like, all right, go away. But now now he is never allowed to. uh, he's, He's banned from all due process in really? the courts now <laughs> like he he's he's no longer able to like have free lawyers he's no longer able to sue people like oh. it was but in 2018 he has a self-published book uh nothing is written in stone a jonathan lee rich's companion is what that's did he called. sue himself no but it contains a selection of his lawsuits Ooh. as well as an autobiography oh my so. god see i think the thing with that is you can file a lawsuit. Whether or not it gets to anywhere is a totally separate thing. Yeah. Like so if sure there's any actual filing. like cause behind it. Yeah. Like it doesn't just go to a trial or it doesn't go in front of a judge. It goes through somebody first who goes, is there actual legitimate precedence to sue somebody? And then if yes, then it goes on to the next step. So I'm sure a bunch of these just got thrown out right away. Oh, I'm sure. But like, fuck, dude. Yeah. That's so many lost. Like, that's <laughs> all you're doing all day long is suing people. Yeah. He all day is, for the, your whole life. I think the only person that's lost more lawsuits than this guy is the Trump campaign people. All right. So. Oh, bird. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Wah, wah, wah. Just suing everybody. That's hilarious. I like what he just. I'm going to. The Washington Monument? I'm going to fucking sue it. Like, Jesus Christ. Fucking Lincoln Memorial? You're going down too, motherfucker. (laughs) Yep. Well, not only did he sue the the Nazi text, but he sued a bunch of all of the Holocaust survivors too. So he was, he's, he's a fair sewer, you know? He doesn't play. There's no race, color, or creed to the people he sues. Exactly. He's a fucking monument. I just see him in the middle of the Grand Canyon be like, I sue your ass. I'm suing your fucking ass. And it's just his echo coming back to him. He goes, no, I'll sue you. No, I'll sue you. (laughs) Seems like the kind of person that would get confused by that. Yeah. All right, moving on to mine. It is the dry cleaners lawsuit of 2005. Oh, I know this one too. In May of 2005, Roy L. Pearson was preparing to begin his new job as an administrative judge and was looking forward to sporting a nice suit for his first day of work. 
He brought a pair of pants to the dry cleaner for alterations, and they went missing. Pearson first demanded the $1,150 for an entire brand new suit, rather than just the pants. $1,150 for That's a suit? Probably, yeah, sounds about right, if it's a nice suit. The Chungs, who were the owners of the dry cleaner, first offered $3,000. He didn't take it. Then offered $4,600. He still didn't take it. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait. How much was the suit to begin with? Uh, eleven fifty. As in one one five zero. Yes. So they offered him double. Yes, to probably just get him out of the it. way. What a yeah. dickhole. Well, and finally they offered him twelve thousand dollars for the missing suit, but Pearson continued to push for the lawsuit. Two years later, Pearson decided on a nice round number. The explanation of the $67 million he chose to sue for included emotional damages, legal fees, although he represented himself because he's a judge, <laughs> 10 years of car rental fees so that he could frequent another dry cleaner, and the $395 value of the pants themselves. <laughs> what is wrong with this man? I do not know. Like, okay, but like really what goes on in somebody's brain to like make you think that you are entitled to that for a, a missing pair of pants? Yes, yeah. and he's a judge. Or That's what's wrong with this country, Robbie! That's insane. Uh, Pearson not only lost the case, but he was required Good. to pay the defendant's legal fees, and the judicial panel recommended that Pearson not receive a 10-year term on the bench. So no, I think he actually, so I remember listening to this. I think he actually ended up being disbarred. Oh, like disbarred totally? He was totally disbarred, but that poor fucking couple from mm-hmm. the dry cleaner, they had like two or three other sites. They had to close two of them in order to pay for their legal fees. Really? Yeah. So Pearson so, like, didn't pay for their legal fees? He might He might have afterwards, but like yeah. for During... but in the meantime, they had to fucking close two of their locations to pay for it. Yeah, the the chungs. Yeah. Yeah. How could you? How could you even imagine you run three fucking laundry mats and you're just doing your life's work and some dick bag <laughs> comes in and is like you lost my pants and suing you for literally everything that you have and more like. What the fuck? Wouldn't it be funny? No wonder everyone's anxiety is through the roof in America. We're also (laughs) worried we're going to get sued for bullshit. Wouldn't it be funny if he never used that dry cleaners? Like it was the wrong one he went to. (laughs) I bet. I bet as soon as he like filed that suit, he like found the pants and like his backseat. He never even brought him in. (laughs) Fucking piece of shit. Fucking piece Uh, of shit. Did did he not think this was going to affect his career? As a judge for this frivolous, I bet lawsuit. that that's I bet that's why he went after it so aggressively because he wanted to be seen as like an aggressive, like judge? law person. Yeah, like a like a I seek justice where it's due. But he's like so fucking convoluted <laughs> in his mind that everyone's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? If anything, it did the opposite of what he was trying to yeah, do. Yeah, well, that's what you get for being a dickhole. That is what you get for being a dickhole. Well, you want to talk about another dickhole, Robbie? These are all dickholes, but yes. They're all dickholes. Um, well, they're not really that. This guy's a pimp, so he's he's a dickhole, but. <laughs> he's um, a pimp. He's so this is, <laughs> this is Clarity versus Nike. Is uh, the guy named Clarity? That's his last name. I oh. can't pronounce his first name, so I left it out. Clarity <laughs> sounds like a stripper. It was like Giovanni Gio or something like that. I don't. <laughs> okay. I couldn't. I couldn't. So we're going with Clarity. 27-year-old, 27-year-old pimp, Pimp. Uh, he wore Air Jordan kicks when he stomped a John who failed to pay (laughs) for one of his prostitutes in June of 2012. As one does. 
Yep, so you don't pay a pimp, you get curb stomped with Nike Air Jordans. Clarity was sentenced to 100 years in prison <laughs> uh, in the Portland the Portland beating. So this was in like Portland, Washington, I yeah. think. Or Portland, Oregon. Is it Portland, Washington? I don't know. <laughs> There's Portland. definitely a Portland, Oregon. <laughs> yeah, Portland. Um, the desperate pimp tried to pin his troubles on Nike. This guy that he stomped had to get like plastic surgery to fix his face because it was so fucked up. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, Clarity sued Nike for $100 million. He blamed the athletic wear giant for failing to warn him that the shoes could inflict bodily damage. <laughs> Essentially, that failing to notify him that these could be used as deadly weapons. Nike's attorneys, in a 90-second argument in the court, basically said there's no defense because there's no evidence of defect or dangerous condition of these shoes when used normally. So basically, like, if you use them for their purpose, they're not going to kill anyone. Sorry. This guy must have not been a shoe guy. Because everyone I know that wears Jordans, if they're about to stomp somebody's face in, they would take the Jordans off first and put them aside and go, okay, you stay there. You stay nice and clean. Yeah. I'm going to go stomp this John's face in. Anyone, anyone who knows anything about <laughs> shoes knows that you treat Air Jordans with respect. Exactly. exactly. You don't fucking curb stomp somebody. You don't get for... blood. Blood does not wash out of Jordans. Unless you get red Jordans. No. Well, the blood's still there. I guess. But at least it blends in. This guy is just, just stupid. Yeah, well, he's a he's a dumb-dumb. The, the lawsuit got thrown out. Well, there I hope so. No... I hope so, Lord. Yeah. Could you imagine... That's like, I heard, I heard, I don't know how, what the truth to this is, but I heard a lawsuit that a woman tried to sue a microwave company because she gave her dog a bath and uh, then went to go dry it off in the microwave. She She microwaved her dog and then she sued them for saying that there wasn't like something on the warning label for not putting Putting dogs in it. (laughs) Yeah, I think there's this thing that covers most manufacturers where it's common sense and I'm sure, but but to be able to get that, there had to have been, like, some fucking fucked up lawsuits, you know what I mean? For there to be, like, a a protection against dumb people. And if you have a dog that you can fit in a microwave, it's not a dog in the first place. But also, who dries things in the microwave? Do you put your fucking wet towels in the microwave to dry? No. (laughs) But do you? No. I know there's that thing where people were putting their phone in the microwave to dry it out. Why are they so dumb? Because somebody like fucking trolled I them saw th- on Reddit and like. <laughs> but like, how are? But then my mind is blown by the, the, the stupidity of that. Like, how, how do you not know already that you don't put a phone in the microwave? Lauren, these like, are the same kids that were eating Tide Pods. Are we really that like? Robbie, the surprised? public education system has absolutely failed our country, and it needs to be completely. I don't revamped. think it's. I don't think it's education system. Okay, I didn't learn in school not to eat poisonous chemicals. I learned that from my parents when I was a little kid. Yeah, but also, like, take a science class, you learn chemicals will fuck your body <laughs> up. You know what I mean? Like, uh, what were we talking about? This fucking pimp curb stomping people? Yeah, Let's, actually, what are you, what did, what's your next one? This is actually a good transition talking about a pimp wearing Jordans because my next case revolves around a Michael Jordan lookalike lawsuit. Perfect. Perfect. Air Jordans, fucking up the world with lawsuits. (laughs) We thought everyone wanted to be like Mike, but in a bizarre 2006 case, Portland man, Alan Heckard, proved us wrong. 
Heckard filed a lawsuit against Michael Jordan and Nike founder Phil Knight for a combined $832 million. What? Yeah, that's crazy. $832 million? $32 million. Half of the amount, 416 was aimed at Jordan for simply having similar facial features, while the other 416 was aimed at Nike for turning Jordan into the recognizable figure that he is. Heckard had been mistaken for the NBA superstar for the past 15 years and had grown tired of it. Heckard told the court that Jordan caused him emotional pain and suffering, defamation, and personal injury. Heckard eventually dropped the suit. That's insane. How can you sue someone for just happening to look like you? If I had a famous lookalike and I was single, I would take right the most advantage of that. All right, that, that's what? what why would you even matter if you look like Jordan? He's only the most famous athlete of all time. Like, I guess I had, uh, you and I are like extroverts, right? Like, we like people talking yeah. to us. I wonder if this guy is like an introvert and he's just like, don't fucking talk, like, leave me alone. And people are like, yo, Michael Jordan. He's like, <laughs> no, don't come near me. I think the whole thing was bullshit because I looked up a picture of him during this lawsuit. He doesn't really look that much like Michael Jordan. No, he doesn't at all. I would not mistake him for Michael no, Jordan. not at all. This guy was, like, out of shape and weird. Maybe he wanted the attention. You think he just wanted the attention? It's possible. I mean, it sounded like he didn't want the attention. Yeah, but, like, maybe he really wanted the attention, but to get the attention, he was like, I don't want all this attention. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder what that's... And how do you come up with that number? How do you come up with $800,000 million? Why, yeah, what, like, that's, what, in- what, what? That's not a number. I don't... <laughs> I'm making up numbers, Robbie, but you know, he had like $8 you just million. Dollars. You just complained about the education system and then you come out with $800,000 million. So That's a real number. No, it's not. Yes, it is. If you had to be mistaken for a celebrity, who would it be? I don't know. Yeah. Because it would depend on what kind of attention I wanted, you know? Like what, like, do they have to look like me? Do I have to pick somebody that looks like me? Or could I like no, be like, I wanted like... to be mistaken for Will Smith? Like, Well, not, well, not that crazy. <laughs> Um, I think that I wouldn't mind if people mistaken me for... Mistook me? Uh, mistook me? Mistaken me? <laughs> Maybe, like, Rebel Wilson, that would be fine. Because she's, like, funny, so, like, people wouldn't expect me to, like, model pose, you know? Um, <laughs> and then, or, like, Jennifer Lawrence, like, because she's also, J-Law. like... Yeah, because she's a really, like, normal human. Yeah. So, like, I feel like if people, somebody were to miss, like, I'm a normal human, too, you know? So, like... <laughs> For the most part. <laughs> so, like, it wouldn't be that hard to be like, yeah. Like, okay, if if you were mistaken as a celebrity, would you play along with it? Or would you be like, oh, no, that's not me. But, like, I can pretend if you want to take a picture. Are we talking when, like, Robbie was single? Yeah, of <laughs> then course. I would ha- Robbie, this is always if we're both single. I Clearly not ham now. It up. I would ham it up so hard. But I don't want to drag Stephanie down in my bullshit, so. <laughs> I think that's – I would love – I – Robbie, I would pay money. I would pay somebody to run up to you and pretend that you were a celebrity when Steph was with you, just so I could watch Steph's reaction. You to the can't afford situation. to pay anybody. I would give somebody twenty bucks to do this. You don't have twenty. I'd be like, you see that guy? Go pretend he's Burt Reynolds, and then like ask Burt Reynolds. He's yeah. dead. <laughs> That's okay. It's like a ten-year-old. They don't even it's know who Burt okay. Reynolds is. Burt Reynolds is sad. And then you get they ask you for the autograph, and then I get to watch Steph react to that interaction she loves interaction with strangers <laughs> guy fieri what if i what if i Ooh. 
What if I paid somebody to pretend that you were Guy Fieri? I don't. I don't give a shit about Guy, but I know Stephanie. What does. do you think Steph would do? How do you think she'd react if if she mistook me for Guy? Yeah, if somebody came up to you when you guys were like holding hands walking down the street, do you guys hold hands walking down the street? No, we're not gay. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna say Danny and I do, but we are. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Boom. All right, Lauren, let's move on to the next one. Is it my turn? Yes, but before we do, we're going to take a quick ad break from our sponsors, adamandeve.com. Are you like my lesbian podcast partner, Lauren, and stuck in a boring, sexless relationship? Wait, what? Luckily, there's a website for you. I'm boring? Adam and Eve is an online store where you get all the bedroom essentials to help spice up your relationship. Can we get back to this sexless thing? With an assortment of adult toys, lingerie, and sexy accessories, Adam and Eve has got you covered in the bedroom. Or in the kitchen. Or in the public library bathroom. Basically, anywhere you can have sex. The library? And even if you're not in a relationship, Adam and Eve has got your lonely ass covered as well. With an assortment of lubes, toys, and other pleasurable items, AdamandEve.com will make you feel like you're not jerking off alone in your apartment ever again. So remember, if you're gay, straight, lesbian, bisexual, pansexual, pan-fried, or even deep-fried, Adam and Eve has got you covered in the bedroom. So head over to AdamandEve.com and use our promo code brew 4 you and get 50% off almost any item in store. That's promo code brew 4 you the number 4, at checkout and get 50% off almost any item. And when you do, you also get 10 free gifts, courtesy of AdamandEve.com, including 6 spicy movies and a 3-piece bonus kit. It's like a 3-piece chicken bucket, but, you know, better. Now get out there and do some consensual You know, the kind where you stick your in their Then you get the Thousand Island dressing, you rub it all over your and you just jam it in their You know what I'm saying? Salad dressing? AdamandEve.com, for all your needs. Cheers. And we are back from our ad break. Lauren, what do you got next for us? Well, Robbie, uh, this next lawsuit is Brock versus Brock. Uh, because in 1995, a Virginia prison inmate named Robert Lee Brock sued himself nice. uh, for, air quotes, for violating my religious beliefs. <laughs> I want to pay myself $5 million. But I asked the state to pay it since I can't work, unquote. I see what he was doing. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty brilliant. <laughs> Work the system. Now, I'm pretty sure that he was an inmate uh, when he did this. Like, he was in prison, so he literally couldn't work, right? Yeah. He was locked, locked up. Brock claimed in his argument that when he partook in of alcoholic beverages in 1993 he breached his own religious and civil rights by getting himself drunk enough to break the law dang yes so he was an inmate when he had Filed the when he's when he was filing this lawsuit when i get out i'd pay it back he promised so he his plan was to have the state pay him yeah. and then when he got out of prison he'd pay him he'd pay the state back <laughs> was this the, the guy lawsuit. that used to wear that suit with the money symbols all over it saying the government will give you free money. Do you remember that guy's no. commercials? No, I don't I don't know that. You don't remember those commercial. commercials? No. Oh, he was crazy. Skinny guy with glasses. Free government money. No? No. No. Wow, did you No, this guy was in jail. He was in prison. So his okay. case was dismissed. I hope so. I don't want to sue myself. I mean that but that's even the judge who dismissed it was like, that was pretty clever. Like <laughs> It's pretty clever. I don't know if clever's like the word. like pat on the back for trying, but yeah. like no, <laughs> you're dumb. 
The guy was nut nutso looking in his photo, so. Oh, well, he was in prison, so I assume so. You're right. It was a prison yeah. photo. Yeah. All right, Robbie, what's yours? This is the Microsoft Internet Explorer lawsuit of 2004. A man. Oh, I heard about this one. I'm so excited. Sued Microsoft, claiming that his Internet Explorer failed to delete his history of his bomb building sites that he visited. He claimed, this was not the one not that the I thought one. it was. <laughs> nope. He claims that he set his software to delete his browsing history after five days, but it failed to do so. Plus, any day beyond is supposed to be permanently deleted and not recoverable. While some of the claim might be legitimate, the plaintiff was assured by Circuit City, whom he purchased the computer from in 2004, that the installed Internet Explorer, Windows XP, and other security programs would keep his information safe and secure from prying eyes. So what was his complaint? Based on tips that he had bomb-making materials at his home, the FBI raided this guy's home, and found incriminating files older than five days on his computer and arrested him on the spot. So he basically researched how to build a bomb on the internet, hoping that his internet browsing history would be deleted after five days, but it did not, which meant the FBI found all the information. I think that the lesson that we all need to take away from this is never use Internet Explorer, only use Google Chrome incognito mode. There you go. That would have solved all of this guy's problems. I don't know how long Chrome saves your history. But does it save incognito? Like, no, is that saved not. somewhere? It, it definitely saves somewhere. Let's be honest. Regardless of the deleting all, browser history, yeah, all of, all of this is, is recoverable, somewhere. I feel like. like you, you Do you can think know. the FBI could look up my Pornhub history? 100%. So but I think how it works is they would go to, in your case, they would go to Pornhub. And they would look at all the IP addresses that visited their site and just match it with yours. So I, oh, so I think that it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Lauren's like, oh shit! Uh, <laughs> delete, delete, delete. Yeah. So I think. Can I delete this, that? Can I get to that to delete that? <laughs> no, That's all my incognito is. is just Pornhub. Just Pornhub. <laughs> just Pornhub. You don't travel outside of Pornhub. That's sad. Everything I need is right there. I only no, need a few there's minutes a, to get going. You know what stuff. I mean? I don't use I don't use Pornhub for the whole video. I just you know I look, I look at it to figure out what I'm in the mood for, and then I have an imagination after that. Yeah, you have the multiple screens, so you put like one video on one screen, one on the other screen, one on your home screen. No, I do this in my bed on my phone, dude, not my computer. Dude, why would you do that? Do it on your computer. Because Robbie, you don't have a vagina. Why would I sit in a chair and watch porn? You and do, gotta you be flat. To be in a chair. Gotta be a flat surface. Why would I have multiple screens in my bed? You tilt the screens. You lie down. <laughs> no, get no, a projector. I only watch it. it out. No, incognito on my phone. That's God, it. You're just creating problems for masturbation that don't exist. <laughs> what are you talking about? My masturbation technique is just fine. <laughs> I can't sit in a chair. <laughs> well, I could sit in a chair. I've done it. That never mind. What's your? So that's it. Speaking of. <laughs> Speaking of Pornhub, that's what I thought that this lawsuit was going to be about. No. Because I saw a lawsuit that was some guy also sued an internet company because it didn't delete his history of porn use and his wife caught him. And then he was like, it didn't delete my, my it it just sent me to the porn site. So he sued. And <laughs> so he sued them. Yeah. Huh. Clever. Clever. Yeah. It all comes back to porn, Robbie. So those are some fun lawsuits. If you have any fun lawsuits for us to talk about, please reach out to us. Or if you've ever been sued, or if you've ever been on Judge Judy, if, if you've ever let been me sued, know. Tell me, yes. please. Or or Jerry Springer, I'd love to. I don't know. care about that. But if you have been sued, let us know. I think that'd be pretty funny. Before we or go, if you've sued someone, 
I'm sorry. Go ahead. I don't. I don't want to talk to those people. <laughs> well, what if what if they're what if they're one of these people? I want to know them if they're one of these crazy. <laughs> Before we go, <laughs> we're gonna rate our drinks real quick. Ah shit! I drank Palmovka Twelve, a Czech style pilsner from Schilling Beer Company in Littleton, New Hampshire. It's very good, very enjoyable pilsner. Like I said, I love finding one. It almost has a peachy taste like on the back on the on the end of it it almost tastes fruity and peachy which i really like you know i think that i have had a pilsner from shilling on this on this podcast before really? and it was really good yeah it was like a blue can with like red stripes in it or something i don't know it was a couple years ago but it was delicious yeah uh this was also very delicious i would give this like a three five zero it was very good coming in above average shilling above average just like my dick yeah. Oh. High five? That's gross. No? Okay. Nope. No high fives here. Robbie, I drank uh, Takara Plum Premium. That's what it says on the it's bottle. It's sake. <laughs> it's sake. I think it's sake. It's Takara Sake USA Inc. in sure. Berkeley, California. 12% alcohol. I think it says premium white wine beverage with plum flowers and caramel. Sure. That's sake. Rice is a, sake is a rice wine, so. Yeah. It's fucking delicious. It's wicked sweet. Um, so if you're not into sweet things, you probably wouldn't like it a lot. But I like it a lot. I like the plum. I would rate this a on a sake scale, a four. On a sake scale, the first on a sake because so- you know because so- some sake is not sake and beer is not really relatable. I don't think. No, not even. I can't close. compare that. I can't compare this to you a drink them together. Sometimes you drop sake into beer. I've never lot. done that before. That's what you do at sushi restaurants. You put. I've the, never done that, Ro- you put, Robbie. When we're vaccinated, can we do sake bombs? Sake bombs. You go itchy ni san, and it drops into the beer, and you. That's it. Japanese. Is sake Japanese? Yes. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know that. Well, that just wraps <laughs> it up for this episode. <laughs> you can find the brew interviews on our Instagram account at the brew interviews, or on Twitter at brew interviews. You can also send us email at thebrewinterviews at gmail or on Facebook under the brew interviews. And if you feel so inclined, you can head over to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the brew interviews and become part of the brew interviews family just like these people Hillary, Mitch, Steph, Karen, Danny, Jess, and the Wreck My Podcast crew. And our new patron, Kylie of the Golden Ghouls. Thank you very much we for love supporting you. the show. Also, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps us out. Uh, for the month of March, I believe this is the last episode. This is it. Uh, we will be donating all of our Patreon funds to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Uh, with help from the Golden Ghouls, they will be donating 20% of all their merchandise sales along with us. So it's for a good cause. You can do a one-time donation. Just go to our Patreon page and donate. So Yeah. And I would like to thank our sponsor, AdamandEve.com. Be sure to use our promo code BREW for you. That's BREW, the number for you, and get 50% off almost any one item. And when you do, you also get 10 free special gifts. So get you and your loved ones something special and help out the show at the same exact time. For the BREW interviews, I'm Robbie. And I'm Lauren. Good night. Good night. This has been The Brew Interviews, a podcast about craft beers coast-to-coast with Lauren and Robbie. Reading is hard today.